Hello, Internet peeps, and welcome to our bi-weekly talk of video games. This is Escape from SideQuest. I'm Joe Dubs. And I'm Andy. And uh, like I said, here we are. We're talking about video games, and not a lot of news because we have two big games coming out uh, literally within a few days of each other. Um, you have Resident Evil 2 Remake, and then you have Kingdom Hearts 3 on the 29th i believe a remake and a sequel oh boy a sequel I'm, that... I'm actually looking forward to both games right now <laughs> yeah two possible game of the years uh pretty much right there unless death stranding finally comes out anyway andy what the hell you been playing i'm mostly just playing uh ace combat 7 came out this week so i started it I've been playing both the VR and just the normal story. Um, I uh, I started Pokemon Moon finally. I bought it like when it came out, well, a little bit after it came out, like it was on sale or something. But recently, I saw somewhere had Let's Go EV with the Pokeball controller marked down to like forty nine dollars or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I'm gonna buy that. But I stopped myself because I was like, oh, I still have a Pokemon game I didn't play. So I finally started Pokemon Moon, and it's a lot of fun. And I've also been playing um, Ultima, The Rooms of Virtue, which I picked up at MAGFest. It's a Game Boy game. It's just a little dungeon crawler, handheld RPG adventure kind of game. It's mm -hmm. a lot of fun. And then, of course, I played you know a bunch of little stuff, but nothing worth mentioning specifically. Sonic, Urban Strike, you know, old Genesis stuff. Ace Combat 7. Um, uh, is there multiplayer? Yeah, yeah, it's got a, up to eight players at the same time. Uh, I think you can do four on four, and I don't know what else. I don't know if there's a free-for-all or teams of two or anything like that. I'm not sure. I haven't done it yet. I, I kind of want to be destroyed by game and that stuff. Mm -hmm. yeah. Ace Combat's like the only game that like I like about Jet Fighter game. The other... Um, jet fighting game that i played uh it's one of those free-to-play games i forgot what it was called it, it it had it has dog fighting where you could do like world war one uh planes and stuff and you can move up to like a, a jet fighter oh and then tom clancy tom clancy's hawks that that was oh, yeah, I played hawks. hawks was pretty fun yeah there's a ace combat is a really important distinction though um most other Flying games, uh, air combat games, are more on the sim side. They want to be as realistic as possible. And Ace Combat 7 has a lot of realism in it, but it's still kind of arcadey in that, you know, you've got, like, infinite missiles, and, and the, the aircraft do some things that maybe aren't completely realistic to physics in real life, but they keep making it more realistic in just the right ways. Like, when you fly through clouds, it's a bunch of, like, rain droplets on your canopy, and Cool mm -hmm. stuff like that. It, it'll mess with your instruments if you're in a if you're in a pretty thick cloud. It's real wild in VR. It's great. Yeah, um, I I kind of don't like a sim uh, flying game because it's it takes the fun out of it. And I think when you're having a game that is too simulation, uh, I mean there you know some people do have fun with that. I'm not saying that it's not fun, but. When you want to have like a fun dogfight, I think simulations would be kind of weird. I yeah, I feel that way about most games, honestly. Like I tried to get into Forza a few years ago, and it kind of took. I like Forza, but 
I like Forza Horizon better, which is more, you know, it's silly and it's it's a seamless world. You can drive around and drive through farmers' fields and, and all kinds of dumb stuff like that. And I've always my favorite racing game of all time is, is Burnout Paradise, which is about as unrealistic as you can get as far as a racing game goes. And until you start getting heart racers, and I feel the same way about sports games. You know, I love NFL Blitz, I love NBA Jam, but I, I don't play the yearly Maddens or the yearly anything else because. I don't know, they're too realistic. I want to have some fun. I want it to be silly and, and arcade and stuff like that. Do you yeah, miss, I feel that way about most games. Do you miss NFL Blitz and NHL hits? Uh, yeah, they would never get made now. Not not in the post-concussion-aware um, world that we live in. But yeah, that, NFL Blitz was... That's kind of stupid, though. It's a video game. like. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it, but I mean... I understand why companies wouldn't greenlight it, but I don't. Man, the reasons are frustrating. It's all the same. I mean, that's why hockey is kind of down now uh, compared to what it used to be in the 90s because they're like, hey, we need to be more, uh, I guess, family friendly and not uh, go crazy on the hits and the fighting and stuff. I know, but some people like watching for that. Some people like the brawls. Yeah, and that's pretty much like if you watch a hockey fight now, there's certain referees that let people fight, but most of the NHL referees they kind of just you know break up the fight right away, and I I believe that's a draw to people wanting to see uh, hockey. I mean, you have your people like me that love the sport, but then you have the casuals that love to see people beat up on each other and. Uh, you kind of took that, you take the fighting away, and then you kind of lose the popularity. I mean, it's still a sport. You want to watch fighting, go watch wrestling. Go watch UFC. Go watch boxing. Yeah. yeah. But e- but even uh, stuff like WWE, like they water that down, and you, you see the viewers go away. And since it's not being edgy enough, too. Um, I kind of want to get Ace Combat 7, but you said wait for a sale. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if you've played Ace Combats in the past and loved them, then I, I, yeah, it's it's Ace Combat through and through. It's fun. It's got a it's got a dumb story, grounded in reality, but like with anime overtones, if you know what I mean. Right. Uh, the combat is great. The graphics are fucking outstanding. It's a super fun game, but uh, it's unless you're gonna play online a whole bunch, sixty dollars is kind of right at the ceiling of what I would pay for this game. If you could get it 50, 40, then I think that's the way to go. Yeah, and you, you, pretty much there'll be a sale on it, I think, in about like a month or two. It's kind of... Yeah, weird. unfortunately, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but on Amazon, the price has already dropped to like fifty two ninety nine or something like that. There's been a huge fiasco. Um, lots of people have been reviewing the game poorly on Metacritic and stuff because... Of um, you were supposed to get pre-order codes, and I don't know who dropped the ball. I don't know if it was Bandai Namco or someone else, but a lot of places where you did re- reservations, including Amazon, didn't give out the code in time. I just got mine like this morning when I checked my email. So a bunch of people were pissed off about that, and the, the code is you get an extra aircraft, and that's cool. But I mean, the cool thing was if you got it on Xbox One, you got a copy of Eighth Combat. Six, and if you got it on PS4, you got a copy of Ace Combat Five. People were excited about that with good reason. Both of those games are great, but mm. I wasn't too hung up on it. I own Ace Combat Five already on the PlayStation Two, so 
whatever. Having it digitally, it's going to be sweet. I'm glad I got my code. But eh, I wasn't, it wasn't going to make or break the game. Or make or break the experience for me. For that matter. Yeah. A lot of people, well, I gave it one. I didn't get my, my pre-order digital horse yet. Who cares, man? Is the game any good? Well, that's where the entitlement comes in, where people, I call it the the now generation, where pretty much they want things now, 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 and it's like, you have this game in front of you, play that first before you want to put your pre-order code in there, and same with, like, uh, a lot of other games that have, like, oh, here's this, like, new mission it's like a second game within a game and it's like you have this full game beat the fucking game and then you'll get your code eventually and i you know i I would understand if they gave it like a week or maybe a month late i'd be like yeah that's kind of bad but come on a couple of days yeah just, just fucking play your game yeah i mean it's still something that was promised and it wasn't delivered and that looks bad on, I'm pretty sure it was actually Nanko's fault, but, you know, it goes back to the whole uh, Bethesda said everyone's going to get a canvas bag, and they sent nylon bullshit. So, well, you told us we were going to get this, and we didn't. And it's the same thing, but it's, it's, it's rough on the game to get review-bombed the way it has. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the game's good. The developers, the people who made the game, that has nothing to do with them, and they did a really good job, so. Yeah. Yeah. So did you play anything? Did you play anything more uplifting? Um, uh, Resident Evil uh, Director's Cut. What's that? Sorry, I said Resident Evil Director's Cut. I maybe. Uh, I I've been really on a retro binge lately, and I told you that I found my uh, my brother's PS One and N sixty four collection and during Pass. but I don't have a CRTV, so that kind of sucks. <laughs> So what I did for like a backup for now, like I'll still buy uh, these collectible consoles and then try to find a CRTV. But I also bought a Raspberry Pi. You can still play your your retro consoles on a modern television. It's just uh, most televisions. This is gonna get real technical, and there's gonna be a bunch of people listening to this who are like, "Who the fuck cares?" But in a nutshell, modern televisions will scale the signal because modern televisions aren't used to like 240. And um, the lesser 480 signals that retro consoles put out, so they're going to scale it up, and that's going to fuck with the image. And it's just going to be like, like left and right doesn't seem to be as wide, or it's too wide, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Most games are still going to be playable; they're just gonna, not going to look as pretty as they might. So keep looking for a CRT. But I mean, if you've got the right adapters or hookups on a modern television, it's fine. You can still play. Well, the problem with my TV is that. Uh... Right now, I'm sitting at a L-shaped computer desk, and it has a million stuff on it. And oh, yeah. I know, I know that thing. And my TV is mounted on the wall. Oh, yeah, you mentioned this. So I can't go in the back of the TV easy enough to put the the RGB, uh, the what are those things, AV cables and stuff. And... How I do games now is I have my capture card, and because it's HDMI, I just switch out the HDMI cable and go through my capture card, which goes to my TV. Um, that's why I bought a Raspberry Pi, and if anybody doesn't know what a Raspberry Pi is, it's a, a little... Uh, de- it's a sin against nature. No, I'm just kidding. 
Yeah, it's a little device that you can put you put your emulators on and play old games and stuff. Uh, which I kind of had a really fucking pissed off moment because I bought a kit. And the kit comes with uh, a case that kind of looks like the original Nintendo. Uh, it comes with two Super Nintendo uh, look-alike controllers. And it comes with the, the Raspberry Pi and the AC adapter. And it also comes with a USB drive and a flash drive, too. Um, not a flash drive, uh, an SD card. So I went to put the USB drive into my computer and start uploading all my ROMs on there. Yeah. And I'm putting all my SNS uh, or SNES ROMs on there. And out of nowhere, it's like, cannot find USB drive anymore. Well, first it told me to format it. I'm like, why Why is it telling me to format it? <laughs> it works. And it just... it. The, Shorts. Long story short, the USB drive uh, burnt down on me. So, well, so the greatest. That's, what's that's up? the kind of quality stuff you're gonna get with that that kind of jazz, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so my quick thing, and what I think, I, the thing I love about Amazon is that you can do same day delivery. And I bought a SanDisk uh, USB drive, and oh, there you go. 128 gigabytes and it's working so far knock on wood so it's great because now i don't have to worry about you know always switching out my consoles everything's in one little device but i still want to collect i still want to be the cool kid have having all the old systems um i also played PUBG with adam Adam is our, our friend, and I played him in NHL 19 and killed him 13-0. Uh, so, oh. so. <laughs> he, he, he almost got one goal, but the goal got called off by the ref because uh, he interfered with my goalie. Other than that, uh, not been playing a lot of games lately. I've been watching a lot of movies, which I'll talk about when we do Big Trouble. Um, yeah. But let's get into some news. So apparently, uh, Nintendo had a a, a Nindy's uh, hi highlight video, which was apparently for UK. What, what was that all about, or Europe? I don't know. They were the first ones to announce it, more or less. But I think uh, eventually it was it was a US thing as well. I'm pretty sure. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But I the, last night or at some point yesterday, I saw that. Um, Nintendo UK had tweeted about it or something. That was the first I heard about it, so that's the only reason. I mm -hmm. So, there's only a, a few games that we picked out that we wanted to talk about. Uh, Wargroove looks uh, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, I kind of like the intro that it kind of looked like a little anime, but then when you get into the game, it's like a, a top-down... Uh, Almost like what was that? Advanced War or War? War yeah, it War? looks like Advanced Wars. It's an old, uh, older Nintendo game. It was a uh, popular on Game Boy Advance and a couple other things. I think in Japan actually, it's been older, but we didn't get it till about the GBA. And there was also a spinoff, Battalion Wars, on the GameCube. Um, it's not unlike Fire Emblem, but each unit is like a, a little. It's a platoon or a squad or something like that. It's a, a fire team. Or tank or something like that but this game is more like fantasy so it's got there's like a lich that does like raise dead and, and there's like catapults and junk like that 
dire hounds and stuff. Like it, it looks really cool. It's uh, it colorful. It looks fun. I, I love strategy kind of games too. So, mm-hmm. uh, another game that looks interesting, uh, and I think the music will be interesting is Metal, and. It's like a side-scrolling, you're in like a a convertible car with like a machine gun on the back of it, and you're just like fighting off these, uh, I guess, monsters, it looked like. I didn't really get, I'm actually going to take a look at it right now, I'm going through the uh, video, and how far. Actually, (laughs) I'm looking at it right now, you're you're shooting a T-Rex. Uh, a T-Rex airplane um, it has like a Mad Max feel to it so let's we'll, we'll just put it that way and the people in the car are just doing fucking metal music and there's like 50 original uh, metal songs in the game so very interesting now Andy what was this third game that you, you wanted to talk about oh Inmost it just looked really cool it reminded me a bit of um uh, Hollow Knight it reminded me a bit of a few other things. It, it's a uh, 2D kind of like a Dead Cells looking, you know, Hollow Knight again looking thing. It just looked really pretty. It looked really cool. Uh, that was the one that stood out to me. Is I thought that looked really great, and I thought uh, War Group honestly was the other one that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. And just like with the Nintendo Switch, the these indie titles usually are pretty great, man. Like, you're going to have your AAA games like your Zeldas, your Metroids, and your Animal Crossings, and then then you have games like this on your Switch that you could bring on the go. And I can't say enough good things about the Nintendo Switch. They just keep on giving. Um, Let's jump into Wheel of Quest. Andy, you said you beat a game. You... Huh? Yeah, I beat... I mean, a fifth-generation game, I beat Star Fox 64. Uh, MAGFest was Star Fox-themed this year, and it put me in the Star Fox mood. So, Star Fox 64, um, if you've played it before, if you know its tricks, it's really easy to just power right on through it. So I did. All right, so you're up to 15 XP compared to my zero. And, I thought uh, you beat one, didn't you? Or maybe you didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, well, you suck. <laughs> Actually, no, 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 you're right. I did. I, I beat the... Uh, what was that? No, I didn't. No. Okay, well. God keep damn going, yes. No, I'm on Parasite Eve. I'm almost done with that. That's the fifth uh, generation. Yeah, fifth gen game. Yours is weird. Fifth gen game, sixth game, sixth gen, eighth gen. And beat a spinoff, which is probably gonna be Metal Gear, uh, uh, the the Raiden one, <laughs> Rising. Yeah, so that means you get a wheel spin, sir. Yay! Since uh, you're not capped off anymore, so spin, 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 the wheel of quest. Beat any game in your backlog. I already did that one once. Oh well. Maybe I can roll that one together with finish a game you started five years ago. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so if anybody's not familiar with the Wheel Quest, uh, which we put a, a lot of shit on this wheel, and we spin it every episode, and we are capped out at five quests per person. And when we uh, 
so you have things like beat a co-op game, beat an adventure game, beat a fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth generation game. So it gives us an excuse to play our backlogs of games. So do I have to start it after I've been given the quest? Because you know we're gonna fuck on my moon, and that one was big time. Does it, it it doesn't really matter. I'll, I'll I'll count the Pokemon Moon. Cool. I'm only up to uh, I just beat the the second challenge person, so I'm not even that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, um, one thing I want to talk about is I did make a my first YouTube video on Game Journal, uh, where it's pretty much me playing the Resident Evil Two demo. And kind of just giving my opinion about it and being all hyped up about it, too. Um, it got around, like, 50 views, I think. Yeah. And people are already... Uh, one guy said that he found it randomly and subscribed to my channel. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Um. So I have two projects I'm probably going to be working on that channel. I'm going to do Resident Evil series, obviously. We're pretty much, uh, I want to talk about every game that I played. I don't think I'm going to go into the Outbreak series, because isn't Outbreak series more of online only? Yeah, there's a couple of them that you need, like, custom servers or some crap. Yeah. Or no, that's Survive. No, it's not Survivor. That's Outbreak. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, Survivor is the, the bad first-person uh, light gun game. Aren't you going to beat every mainline Resident Evil? Resident Evil 2 came out. Was that? Weren't you going to beat every Resident Evil game leading up to Remake 2 coming out? I started and then one of my emulators crashed on me and destroyed all my progress. Well, physical media is king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, and plus, I I want to play games that I really don't remember, too. Like Resident Evil Code Veronica. I only played once on the Sega Dreamcast. Hey, you know what? Also, almost every Resident Evil game is also available digitally on uh, probably everything. PS3, PS4, and stuff. So, eh, you, you know, spend $5 and just own it. Yep. Um, I, I have to get a PS3 for to play like 1, 2, and 3. I have Zero. I have the remake of Resident Evil 1. I actually prefer Resident Evil 1 on the PS1 more. Um, just because the Resident Evil 1 remake kind of, because they do things a little different, kind of like how they're going to do in Resident Evil 2 remake, they, they change things a little, a little different. And it, I, I actually streamed Resident Evil 1, uh, remake, uh, I think like a couple of months ago and I got lost for a really long time. Like I was backtracking like a thousand times. I'm like, what the fuck do I do? And I had to go look up on a, a game guide, which I know that's a sin to some people, but... Nah, not to me, that's for sure. Yeah. I do it all the time. I ain't got time to do that stuff anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, by the way, on PlayStation 4, you can play Resident Evil 0, the remake, uh, Resident Evil 4, 5, 6, and 7. So that's all of them but 3. And, well, Co and, and Code Veronica. Oh, yeah, I don't know if Code Veronica's on yeah, I actually bought it for $7, so... Oh, well, there you go. See? You got access to it all. Get it. Yeah, but with the, with the Resident Evil series, I kind of want to... I'm going to be doing it... So, some of them solo, 
and summon him if Andy want to be involved with it in in any of them uh because I want to have like a a talk about it. I don't want to be scripted because when I'm more scripted, I feel like I'm very monotone and you could tell when I'm reading a script, but when I'm talking to people, I think it it, it will be great. You should and, talk to Zach about doing it. You, you do a I mean, what you're talking about is just relevant stuff. It's just a show that he runs and I join him for all the time. You should just do a relevant stuff. Okay? Mm -hmm. I also have uh, I have other things planned, which I'll tell you after we're done recording the show, that uh, something with the Resident Evil 2 remake that I have something planned already. But Kingdom Hearts series, I never played any of the games. <laughs> And to the left of me over here, I have the PlayStation 4 collection of all the Kingdom Hearts games. And obviously, I am going to get Kingdom Hearts 3. Ooh. So this series is going to be called The Road to Hearts, where uh, I'm going to play. Now, do you think I should play the prequel first before I play um, the 1 and 2, pretty much? Isn't Bert? My understanding is there's a lot of stuff in Birth by Sleep that is, like, more appreciated if you've played the other ones. Because, you know, it came out after, I think it came out after 2, which means 1 and 2 and the DS1, 3, 358 over 2 days or whatever was out, I think. But um, it wouldn't hurt to play them in order. I mean, it's not like there's going to be, I don't think there's spoilers. Mm-hmm. Why did it have to be so difficult in the names of the sequels and stuff? <laughs> well, they're weird. At this point, it's part of Kingdom Hearts' charm, I think, that it makes no goddamn sense. Mm -hmm. Like, we all understand the plot is stupid, it makes no sense, all the spinoffs are stupid, and they make no sense. Um, for some reason, uh, Cloud Strife fights Donald Duck in ancient Greece, and it's stupid, it makes no sense, but... I don't know. You either find it charming, hilarious, awesome, or you don't. That's whatever. I, I, I don't. If people are like, I hate Kingdom Hearts games, I don't have to tell them because it's the kind of thing what you see is what you get. The, mm -hmm. It's either going to appeal to you or there's, there's no way that you can hate those things and play it for five hours and then realize you love it. It's just, it's silly and cool and I love it. <laughs> yep. And I've been getting into games like that. Like, I also bought. Final Fantasy V, and uh, my favorite Final Fantasy that everybody's going to hate me for saying this, but Final Fantasy X is my favorite Final Fantasy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I bought that and ten two that came with the, the collection. I'm not saying ten two is great. I'm just saying ten is good. Ten and ten two are getting re-releases on the Switch this year. I think I'll pick them up. I never beat ten when I was a kid. I'm getting Zodiac Age on my my switch because i never played it so just so game journal um to give a reminder this is pretty much series that i'm going to give my opinion on what i think about in the game and stuff and give you like a few trinkets here and there of like the history of it because i know there's a lot of history in resident evil that i know zach would probably want to talk about since uh, I, I kind of saw his uh, stuff on the Facebook page that we're both on. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, keep an eye on that. Um, search on Game Journal or type in Resident Evil 2 Remake Demo. And if you see Game Journal, that is me. And, uh, yeah, I got a lot of good... It's on nerdofview.com as well, isn't it? Yes. 
nerdreview.com. Thank you for the plug, by the way. Nerdreview.com is where uh, every nerdy stuff is posted for, uh, with video games, anime, anything that you think is nerdy is on there. And we talk about, and our podcasts are on there too, which we are, our Podbean is novnetwork.podbean.com where all our episodes are on there for both Big Trouble and a little podcast and our uh, video game podcast called Escape from SideQuest. And hopefully more podcasts and audio sessions that I put on here uh, because I just like to plan a lot of shit and do a lot of shit. But, you know, that that's me. Andy, is there any projects you're working on? Um, hmm. I'm trying to get back in the streaming. I, uh, after my huge computer kerfuffle, I, I unplugged everything and got everything. And now I'm in the process of getting back to the point where I can stream. I want to do it with Ultima. Uh, or Ultima Runes of Virtue for Game Boy, like I mentioned earlier. Not not one of the classic PC games or anything. But uh, I was playing it the other night to test it out. I was getting real into it. And I think I was near the end of the first dungeon. And then my dog walked by and bumped the GameCube. And <laughs> So, don't worry, I wasn't mean to where she did by accident, but still, I was very upset. I think it had auto-saved my progress. I think I'm, I'm mostly okay, but I want to wanna try to stream that, and every time I'm streaming something, it's real easy to know that in the back of my mind, I'm streaming it because I know that I'm capturing the footage, and I'm capturing the footage because that means I can do something with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, I, I did... Uh, one of the videos I've done in the past was the Game Boy camera and printer and, and that stuff. That's one of my favorite ones to have worked on. Like, editing-wise, I think I could have done better, but I really liked the subject matter. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of want to revisit that. I, I like handheld stuff, so I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to do something like that. Well, when, when you're done, you know, always plug it here. or Plug it on nerdreview.com if you want. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, other than that, um, we're done with the, this episode. Uh, not a lot to talk about until pretty much Resident Evil 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3 come out. Um, trying to think what other game is coming out. You have The Division that's coming out in March, but that's that's March. <laughs> we're not. Meh, even when it does come out, whatever. Yeah, uh, this is the... I don't, I don't know what happened to me. I used to love shooters, and now I'm always like a, a shooter. Because we're getting old. I guess so. I mean, I'll still play Overwatch once in a while, but even even then, my friends have got to like twist my arm. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you call it? It's a slow season for games now, so. I thought that, but uh, like I, I took a step back. January has had um, uh, the new. Uh, oh my god, my brain! No more heroes. Uh. uh uh, Travis touchdown returns or whatever. I really want to get it, but I promised myself I could play one game, so I got Ace Combat instead. So Ace Combat, No More Heroes three, Resident Evil two remake, and Kingdom Hearts three are all games I really want. They all came out this month. It just it was bizarre. January is supposed to be slow, but personally speaking, I mean Resident Evil and Kingdom Hearts are big deals, but and the other two, which are more niche audiences, but I'm part of both niches. Yeah, but February and like. The rest of the the winter is not really big. No, no, no. After after Kingdom Hearts, I don't think there's a day I can summer for me. Yeah, 
that's when you gotta think like when is death stranding coming out <laughs> so yeah, it'll be closer to christmas or something i mean well there'll be a huge dry season and then there'll be three and then we'll hear about all the christmas nonsense but traditionally um sometime in spring and into summer i like to start an old school rpg i, I beat final fantasies four and six and stuff like that so that's good that's fine it can slow down i'm probably gonna play like Earthbound, Final Fantasy V, uh, Chrono Cross, those are, those are on my radar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, oh, here's some news about Death Stranding. Apparently, uh, well, not apparently, they did. Uh, Hideo Kojima went to Guerrilla Games, and uh, because Guerrilla Games helped them build an engine, mm-hmm. he brought the full game to uh guerrilla games and they played about two hours of it and they were all blown away of it i mean take that with a grain of salt because since they're business partners i don't think yeah yeah, it's it's in our best interests but yeah i don't think they would be like oh this game is shit uh you guys really been jet setting like like in new york and went to guerrilla games and Mm -hmm. i think it was in la too maybe i hope this game is a masterpiece i hope it pretty much shows that He's just not a Metal Gear guy, even though we do know he's a great uh, game designer and, and director and all that stuff because he's done other things like Police Knots and um, the uh, Zone of the Enders and stuff. This is a weird place to put this because we were trying to do the stinger for the episode. Now, I don't want to get off the rails or anything, but I, I'm super excited about it. Kojima is one of my favorite creators living in the world, like for anything, comics, movies, Video games, music, anything. He's, he's fascinating and interesting and everything. But I'm still worried that sometimes, like, if you have too much control, it's a bad thing. Like, the people around you help um, temper your expectations and, and rein you in a little bit. And say, look, we can't do that, but maybe we can do this. Oh, hey, I have an idea to compliment this great idea that you had. It's like, um, man, this is this is a stupid, hammy way to say it. But, like, when George Lucas made the original Star Wars movies, there were art through adversity thing because they had a low budget and they were working with what they had and there were a bunch of talented people around him helping him make those movies. Mm-hmm. But then when he made the prequels, he had complete control of the fuck he wanted and they were garbage fires. So I just really hope that something like that doesn't happen. So far, you know, everyone who's attached to it is all like, oh man, this is crazy. I can't believe it. But I kind of feel like the same thing happened before the prequels hit too. Everyone was thrilled about it. So... Mm-hmm. I have a lot of faith in him, and I know for a fact that he's a good producer, and I'm I'm like 95% sure that he's an excellent director of games, because, you know, the Metal Gear Solid games are, are all great. Like, even, even the parts of them I don't like, I have to admit, are fun and interesting and unique. Yeah. But as, as a producer, he, like, helped uh, fix the Castlevania games when the Shadows games came out. He produced uh, Zone of the Enders, uh, Boktai, uh, Sun, something. That, that Game Boy game that needed the Sun to play. So I have a ton of faith, but man, I always have that, that itching, oh man, what if, what if this is Phantom Menace? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and what I've heard from people who did play it, they said there's like a uniqueness of the gameplay to it. Uh, to a point where you have to connect with other people. Um, I kind of wish I want to know what that is. I, I've i heard uh, people throwing out ideas that it has to do with social media, um, which I hope is not like a big staple to the, the gameplay. 
It's going to be exactly like Fallout 76. Oh, God. <laughs> no, um, I know, I know Kojima could tell a story. I'm not worried about that. My thing is, I hope people are not going... Because there's a lot of people who think that uh, this is Metal Gear or Silent Hill, just with a different name. And they're going to be like, hey, surprise, we we got the rights to it. And I, I just don't see that. Uh, unless Kojima, not Kojima, god damn it, both are K's. Konami uh, was nice, nice enough to sell it to Sony. And Sony's like, here, here here's like a million dollars. Give us that property. No, that shit ain't going to happen. That's yeah. your dream. That's impossible. Yeah, and I I think a lot of people are going to get disappointed when they find out that it has nothing to do with Silent Hill and has nothing to do with Metal Gear. And you're going to have those people that are going to be outraged on like the forums and, and Twitter. Uh, well, then those people are stupid and clearly haven't been paying attention. Yeah, and again, it's like, can Kojima do without having Metal Gear... Uh, as 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 his game can he do it without that and i think so but in the back of my mind i just hope it doesn't flop because if that happens then then you know for a fact he's probably retiring <laughs> he should go on a, he should go on a high note but uh you know him on how long he takes making fucking games and stuff and how how long he hypes it up but other than that, I think I think we'll end the episode. Uh, keep an eye out on the Game Journal for our uh, for for my uh, Resident Evil series and Kingdom Hearts series, and keep an eye out on NerdReview.com uh, where we post everything nerdy. Until next time, everybody, have a good day. Thanks for listening. <laughs>